This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 KYNO. Well, good morning and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host on our Valley's most informative real estate talk show. This hour is being brought to you by the Fresno Association of Realtors and the 4,000 plus members that we have. So that's a wide variety of expertise that we can bring to you every week. And today is no exception. We have Gary Carter here. He's a broker, uh, no, I'm sorry, a team broker with Movoto Real Estate. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Don. Thank you for having me this morning. All right. And um, been been in the business here locally for 20 years. Yes, uh, believe it or not. Uh, it may look like one year, but it's been 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like 50, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you got that right. All of the <laughs> obstacles, all of the hurdles, all the up and down roller coaster this market is bringing us. And we're going to be talking about that this morning. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're going to be talking about uh, market stats, uh, the so-called shift, the, um, uh, and then we're also going to go to a special expertise that you have later in the show um, on the professional standards and code of ethics of the realtor organization. Um, you serve as, I believe, the vice chair for the state. That's correct. Uh, That's for correct. professional standards. Yes, that is correct. And I've been a member, a committee member, oh, it's going on about five years now. Uh, and this is a great opportunity. Uh, and we'll discuss a little bit more about that a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. So in your 20 years, you've seen a thing or two. You've seen some ups and downs, big ones and small ones. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh I didn't know what individuals were talking about when I first got into the industry when they said, you know, you haven't seen anything yet. And when individuals were saying, you know what, I've been through four or five different cycles. Now I'm getting the gist of what they're talking about. This is going in my third cycle. Don, oh, man, I don't know about you, but 30 of them. 30. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I didn't want to say that, but. (laughs) Um. Okay, so you just gave me the perfect setup. So um, I came, I coined a little phrase this week because sometimes recessions or downturns um, are mild. Sometimes they're big, like what we saw in 2008. So I was telling somebody, I said, you know, recessions are like earthquakes. Sometimes you don't feel them. My mistake, Mm. I told that to an insurance agent. (laughs) <laughs> he said not a good one Don. No, not for the insurance agent yeah right right well i'm gonna throw some stat local stats out and remember what got this show started 14 years ago was the difference between local stats and national stats um lots of talk back then uh, it, it was in the newspaper on the on tv radio uh some pretty bad things in the market as or as far as numbers go but yet it wasn't that way locally mm. now and i'm going to say this even in the past year when you go to the bay area well and you were you're from the bay area originally yeah east bay mm-hmm. okay uh they i mean there were times they were getting 300 400 thousand dollars over their asking price 
we never saw anything like that. In fact, 400000 was more than a house cost over here, for, <laughs> or half the houses, yeah. the median cost. And by the way, they were paying cash for that, too, yeah. in the Bay Area. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's okay. So I, that's amazing. So anyway, they have, they're going to have a more prolific downturn than maybe we are. We're going to be more stable because we were stable on the, in the boom and we'll probably be more stable uh, on any downturn. That's Don Scordino's take. I would love to get the take from Gary Carter, who, by the way, is also, I, I, I always call him Professor Carter. Uh, he's an instructor at Fresno City College. Yes, uh, adjunct instructor, uh, principles in practice, what I teach, the prereq courses you take before you, you become a uh, licensed real estate uh, agent before you take the state exam, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, adjunct instructor over going, what, 15 years, 15 years. Uh, but going back to your question on the market outlook, and I do believe that we're kind of unique just because of the Central Valley medium home price, number one. We are very unique because we don't have the $800,000, $900,000, you know, medium price range out in the Bay Area or even down south. We are much half of that, even, you know, even less than that. And by that, you can have a one income or maybe even a two income, a one income salary kid buy a house here. If you're in the Bay Area, you're looking at, I mean, you two incomes out there and I do believe a lot of individuals are coming here because they want more out of life they want to go on vacation they want to go see the Giants beat the Dodgers they want to go (laughs) they want that is an argument that him and I have quite often (laughs) they want to do other uh, 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 curriculum activities outside than being housebound so uh, and you heard this you know when you're house poor right and you know all the incomes going to the mortgage so that's why i feel fresno has those attributes that people are starting to come here Mm -hmm. you know more and more individuals are starting to come to the valley and i heard um that of course the state of california had more people leaving than coming in so that's called out migration however the central valley had more people coming in than um, coming in than leaving. So I think because, you know, even, even though that is a good point, and I heard that also, that we have individuals coming out of the state, but then we have people coming back, people coming into the state too at a, at a similar pace. Mm. Uh, and what you're seeing is individuals, like I mentioned earlier, want the cost of living they they you heard people corporations and homeowners to texas right because it's cost of living florida cost of living utah nevada the cost of living is less expensive yeah yeah and you made me think of something about normal so i've had a lot of discussions recently with other people in the business and what I'm hearing a lot of is that we're returning to normal. What was not normal was last year. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're returning to normal now. Well, you just made me think of something, something, Gary, and that is that um, the Central Valley has a median sold price almost similar to the national average. So in other words, we're normal compared to the rest of the country. What's not normal is the Bay Area and Southern California. So um, that that is something to think about there. What What is normal and um, and what's not? You know, what you have normal is when you, uh, here's a point in case. One of my agents in the office, they had an offer, $625,000. The market's, the house has been on the market for seven days, okay? Don said, what, 12 months ago, that house would have been on the market maybe two days and had multiple offers, okay? Let's go back during the COVID pandemic, it would have had probably 10 offers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're in a normal now where you have days on market is much longer. What you're looking at, what, seven to 14, that's normal. And you're looking at not as many offers on a properties. You know, I don't hear multiple offers anymore. I'm hearing buyers are, you know, taking their time because now my buyers, I'm showing them maybe about four or five, right. In a time span when we only have maybe five and three are sold and then we only can show two. It's not like that anymore. Okay, but here's the, the key question. So somebody who has a budget around $400,000, and they, uh, in fact, they're pre let's say they're pre-qualified to four hundred. dollars uh, they see a house listed for $475,000, okay. and they're thinking they can buy it for four hundred now. Is that very likely? It's not very likely. However, it is likely making a less offer price, mm -hmm. it is likely now you can start negotiating terms. Now you can start, hey, you know what? I can ask for maybe 1% or 2% of a closing cost now, when prior, you had to pay the seller's closing yeah. cost. Believe that? Yeah. Right, in yeah. offers I was writing, buyers will pay for seller's closing costs. Buyers are willing to pay for escrow fees. Just to get in contention of the offers we were competing with 12 months ago, even 24 months ago. That was not normal. Yeah, that's correct. Normal is we're returning to normal, but I do have to say one thing. Gary's been in the business 20 years. <clears throat> I've been in it 47 years. Double that, huh? <laughs> See, seen a thing or two. When you said 14 days is normal, oh, man, before, uh, back in the 80s and 90s, it would take 90 days to sell a home. That, would, that was kind of what was normal. You, put, you were on the market for three months before no you got your first offer. No way. Yeah. So that's wow. where I learned how to work. But now, before we go to commercial break, if you were wondering, Gary, does anybody listen to this radio show? I got a text message already in regard to your, your comment about the Giants and Dodgers. Uh-oh. Somebody said, you better ask them how the Giants have done the last few days beating the Dodgers. Oh, wow. I knew we had to go there on that one. But we got one more. Hey, today and tomorrow. And, yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> so with that, we are going to our next commercial break. Stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 KYNO.
Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and here in the studio with us today, we have the president-elect of the Fresno Association of Realtors. I take that back. Actually, at this point, you're still the president-elect-elect. So, so you'll be president of the association in 2024. Correct. That's correct. And then president-elect next year in 2023. Yeah. But you have been voted in. Yes, I have. Uh, very fortunate of that. Uh, as a director uh, going on now, my fourth year as a local director, uh, state years, uh, state director, six years. Uh, but you know what? I'll, 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 let me tell you something real quick about leadership. And you mentioned it before we got on. I'm always, we're always learning. I know you can contest that, Don. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'll even say I served on the board of directors with you. We yes. were. Uh, when you were president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're, even the years before and after uh, that. And uh, Gary's a, a good guy to be on the board because you're a good listener and a good speaker. Thank so. you, Don. Uh, you know, I appreciate all your, uh, you know, you you believe it or not, you are a, oh boy, how can I say it? You are just a, a tool of knowledge. I mean, and, and, and you really don't, you're not a bragging you're not braggadocious about it. You're really not. You are really not. And that's what I like about you. That's what I love about you, actually. Well, thanks. I, I even feel embarrassed that you just said that about me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was blessed or cursed with this incredible memory. I can remember things that happened 30 years ago. For, and so that helps me as far as knowing how to deal with things mm. today. So... I, I remember the uh, back when interest rates were at 17%. You think that wasn't a recession. Mm. But the fact that people made it through, housing made it through, uh, that memory helps me to know what we're going through today and, and how to handle it, how to deal with it, and the perspective on it. Thanks, Gary. You know, I'll keep you on for the rest of the show with uh, (laughs) comments like that. (laughs) Okay, let me throw some stats out there, and I would like to get your take. Because the fear that we're hearing, especially on social media, um, and social media, you don't need a a degree in anything to make a post. (laughs) Um, You don't have to be an expert in anything. All you got to do is make a post. Uh, but what we're hearing a lot of fear that we're in a downturn. Mm-hmm. And um, let me give you some stats. So the first one is I'm going to compare June, the month of June. And this is Fresno County now. The, I'm going to compare in June of 21, which was a, 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 the high point on the roller coaster ride. Uh, we had 940 sales. This year, we had 801. Mm. So, yeah, that is down. different, yeah. Um, however, now let's go to the last three months of 2022. So, in April, we had 761 sales. In May, 754, so almost the same. Mm-hmm. And then June is up, 801. 801. From eight seven sixty one, yeah, April seven fifty four eight. Wow, wow. And now every month cannot be the same. So, no. uh, 
fact, you and I were talking earlier about how sometimes there's a difference in the amount of uh, work days, days in a in month. A, yes, yes. I remember a November yeah. where sales really plummeted. And it's like, wow, it didn't feel like that. And somebody said, well, look at the calendar. It's, What's that going to tell me? Well, the 1st of November fell on a Saturday. So there's no no recording days those first two days. The 29th and 30th of the month were on weekends also. And then you had all the holidays in there. Uh, There were not many working days of that, 14? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, that explained a lot right there. So had the calendar been different, uh, it would have, because the general trend was going upwards. November was that drop that was hard to explain till somebody told me, look outside the numbers, look at something else, and there's your reason, or one of the reasons. Um, I don't know if you get these emails and uh, that are fear-mongering yeah. about, um, you know, foreclosures are coming, there's a tsunami of foreclosures coming, and... Um, course you look down at the bottom and and in that email they're trying to sell subscriptions to their database uh, and they're selling fear but out of the 801 for uh, uh, sales there was it during the month of june there was only one foreclosure one foreclosure in, in all of fresno county that sold so wow i guess That's if happened. we go to two They've doubled, <laughs> and there's your tsunami. <laughs> uh, you know, there's several factors that, you know, that's helping prevent the foreclosure market for increasing in high numbers like it did in 06 and 07. And what are those? Well, I mean, what, what, what we're having now is this. Number one, like you said, that fear is an individual's mind And that was like a nightmare for individuals to uh, leave their house and uh, take, you know, uh, ceiling fans and punch holes in that. And they'll tell stories to their kids and the kids know that story. So now they're saying, you know what, I need to save more money. I need to get what we're seeing now is parents are helping more of their kids buy homes. They're getting more of assistance now. What you're seeing now also is individuals are have the capability of refinance they took advantage of that in the last 12 24 months 36 months even the refinance market was great so what i mean by that is they took some money out they have now funds in their hand where they can maybe pay on uh some extra payments or 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 pay down some credit so they can have more money for their mortgage Mm -hmm. uh, lastly you have, I was reading, the, and you have more equity in homes. Homeowners, uh, and, and I'm reading uh, from Lawrence Yoon, our NAR chief economist. Homeowners, after all, have accumulated sizable housing wealth, seventy-five thousand in the last two years, and one hundred and fifty-five thousand over the past five years. So that tells you right there that. The foreclosure is decreasing because now individuals have the equity to take the money out or our favorite word is 
sell, sell, sell. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and I'll give you an example of that. So typically what you'll see now is somebody who may want to sell. They bought it four or five years ago um, for 300000 They had to put a down payment down, yes. which is different than 05, 06, 07. So instead of zero down, now it was five or 10% down. So there's equity to start mm -hmm, with. Mm -hmm. But we also have decreasing mortgage balances. So in the five years that they've owned it, maybe that they, if they bought it for 300,000, mm -hmm. they started out, let's say at 280, they're now down to 260, but the value went up to 400. So who wants to walk away from mm -hmm. from that and on that note keep those same numbers in mind and say we go down to a a, 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 a five percent decrease maybe even a ten percent decrease you still have enough equity to sell your home very good point i remember a client um some time ago who they were facing foreclosure mm. Uh, they were a short inside of 30 days away from the actual oh, sale. Wow. And they were still asking 400,000, uh, but they only owed 125,000. And I go, why don't you make lower the price to 350 or, or 300, yeah. make it sell now. And um, they ended up doing that. They saved most of their equity, Good. but, but, in any market, there's always going to be those people that see value. And if that property was really worth 400, it would have sold it by for 400. Yeah. Right. So it probably wasn't worth 400. I, I don't really know. Cause this was a friend of a relative from the S Southern California. Mm. So I don't know that market that well, but the advice I gave was lower the price substantially. Cause you've got a even bigger amount of equity so give up part of your equity to make it sell right now and then you're still walking away with something in your pocket too yeah quite a bit you know and the market i always tell my clients the market will determine the you know the buyers will communicate the sellers the market will tell you if we're too high or too low you don't have to listen to me you don't have i They've listened to you, but you know who we need to listen to? The market. And you even said, if there's no offers, and if the buyers are giving you some feedback, and the realtors are giving you feedback, and then you have individuals from the community then, and then you have your stats. You know, you're good at the stats. You know, we have stats we can show, hey, your home's been on the market for 45 days. We had 25 people preview it online. We had individuals on IG, on Facebook, you know, so... The numbers don't lie. I love what you're saying. Listen to the market. But who should someone listen to? Should they say, well, I went on Google and I Googled this and that's what came up? Um, or should you listen to your local real estate expert? Um, yeah. I'm kind of leading to the answer here. Of course. Uh, of course. But because when you go to Google and you see an article, you don't know if that came out of Florida it might have come out of Germany, um, Brazil. And so, so it's what's local that matters in real estate. 
all different regions are different. You're absolutely right. And our local Fresno County market is different from any other market outside of California. And then it's very important that you have an expertise. You said it earlier, Don, when we started, over 4,000 realtors in our association that you can ask for expertise. That's right. And, and so somebody might publish something on social media or even in the media that says, here's why the market's down. Last year, days on the market was at seven. Now it's at 14. So you think, oh my gosh, that's something. But let's look at the rest of the story, as mm. Paul Harvey would mm. say. Uh, in hmm. June of 21, the median sale price in Fresno County was 365000 In June of 22, it was 416000 So, there, hey, there's some, you, you talked earlier about people having equity in their home. There it is. If you owned a home for that one year, you, you got a nice piece of equity there. Exactly. And now you have choices. Now you have choices compared to the market we were on in 07. You didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Now, here, here's another one for people who say, yeah, but that was last year. Um, what's happening right now? Well, here's the last three months for those people. That 90 think, days. Yeah. For those people that think that, um, that prices are going down, this is the median. In April, it was 415000 mm. In May, it did drop to 410000 Yeah. But guess what? In June, it went up to 416000 Now, to make my point, I do want to say this. Four, $5,000, $6,000 is just a normal fluctuation. So I'm going to say we have a stable market more so than we have a declining market. I would have to agree with that because a declining market, you would see a decline in those previous months. No, we didn't see it. Well, we only saw that one, and then we saw an uptake in June, just like how we saw the numbers for the listing, 761, 754 closing, 801 closing. So if we were in a declining market, we would see a trend of decline, but we're not seeing that. What we're seeing is like what you mentioned earlier, consistency. Yeah, there you go. And to be consistent, we do have to go to our next commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940 KYNO. We won't. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I well, welcome back. Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino and Gary Carter, who will be the, pre he's currently the president-elect-elect of the Fresno Association of Realtors, which means he'll be president in 2024 and will be our fearless leader. Fearless, oh <laughs> key word there, Gary. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. You, I, I know you grew. You said earlier you're from the Bay Area. Bay Area. What got you to Fresno? You know, I have uh, my aunt and uncle. They went to Fresno State. They lived here in Fresno as a kid. Is that Siggy? Yes, Siggy Moore. Yes. Okay. My uncle. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the real estate business oh, he, for a long time. He, he, long time. Uh, he kind of tugged me into it. You know what I mean? Uh, he was a lender and had a real estate license, and he worked for some greats, too. Uh, and 
we used to come down here for the summer and his kids used to come down. So we used to switch off. And I liked coming to Fresno because we used to do fun things here. We used to go to the water park, we used to go to the mountains. And then I'm a baseball fan, you, uh, Don knows that. And I played baseball, of course. And I wanted to walk on for the Bulldogs. And I, true story is, if I would have had the grades, I would have made the team. Bob Bennett, at, back then you had to have a certain GPA to pay, uh, play baseball your first year. I, he t I was out in the field, he took me to his office. His office was behind the dugout, by the way, and it was so cool. I saw awards and he says, young man, you're pretty fast. I said, yeah. He said, how many bases could you steal? I said, about seven, I'm modest like Don. And he uh -huh. said, no, you could steal 10 out of 10. And you know, that's my story. Uh, but then I played. He was a motivator. Yeah, yeah, he was. He oh, he was a great coach. He was a great person. Uh, you're right. He encouraged. He encouraged you. Uh, and I attended Fresno State. I got my degree, uh, and then uh, I ended up here, staying here. I met my wife, uh, and you know, from the Bay Area and Fresno, you talk about prices. Oh boy. And I said, you know what? I can afford here. I think. <laughs> and I ended up staying here. Uh, and, uh, you know, one, my mentor, uh, he said, you know, you should get into real estate. So I, I got into real estate and uh, I, I told him if I knew you could get a degree in real estate, I would have went to school to get a degree. But I went and got a degree in liberal studies uh, and I'm teaching at the college now, uh, real estate for 20 years. And, you know, I just, you know, there's along the way of 20 years don there's people along the way that has helped me right get to where i'm at right now and there's going to be people that are going to help me to get where i need to still get at in the meantime it's my obligation and my duty to help others get to their dreams whatever it is if it's a house if it's motivation if it's encouraging if it's uh, uh, uh being a friend or Whatever the case may be, that's what my job is to do. We are all out here for each other. We're not out here for ourselves. Excellent. And, and that's a great attitude that you have, and it fits the realtor mold really, really well, and that is the spirit of cooperation. Yes. You're, you're cooperating with other agents. You're helping them, them to succeed, uh, whether or not they're with your, your company or not. And... Uh, that's something that sets us apart. You don't see that in a, a lot of industries. A lot of industries, it's cutthroat. Cutthroat, yeah. It is. But think about it. In a real, typical real estate transactions, two different companies or agents come together in one transaction to make um, happiness for their buyer and seller, their, their clients. And, and it's done through the spirit of cooperation. And majority of the time, you're right. It is from two different companies. You know what I mean? You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, I have no stats on this in preparation. But when you say the majority of the time, it's two different brokerages, what percentage would you throw on that? I would say, you know, it's a high percentage. I would say over like 70% of the time. Yeah. You know, over 70% of the time. It's very rare that, you know, I do a dual agency, right? That I, I represent the buyer and the seller. Yeah. 
That's true. That doesn't happen often. And um, uh, so that shows you how the spirit of cooperation yes. really works well in our industry. Now, what somewhere along the line, you mentioned your grades held you back from baseball, and yet you're Professor Carter. Uh, <laughs> you teach at Fresno City College. So how did that come about? What, what made you apply for the job? Oh, that's a good question, Don. You come with some good stuff. <laughs> uh, you know what? Me having the background of education, you know, elementary, I wanted to teach elementary, and I always had, like you said, you, I was a corporation. I wanted, you know, to be in education. My stepmom was an educator. My grandmother was an educator. My aunt was an educator. So... I just felt that education was a path, and I thought it was, but then I was like, no, it's not. It's business for me. And then I come 360, come to the classroom again, but it's adults. I was working at Guarantee Real Estate, and Scott Leonard was, you know, president at the time. And, uh, you know, I told him I was doing this uh, uh, Clovis Unified, I, I was doing a, a first-time home buyer workshop classes, right? And I was doing that because I was new in the business and I wanted to generate some business. So I did, I was myself, home inspector, a lender, an insurance person. And we did a class maybe for two hours. And we started doing that and Scott seeing that, he said, man, you're a good, you, you know, you, you, education, I mean, you're a teacher or anything? I said, no. And then I, I rung a bell off and then I, I knew a good friend that worked at City College and he worked in our office, John Roberto. <laughs> I know John. I knew you would. That's why I pointed to you. And he was a oh man, can't speak. For, he was very motivated. He was. He, was, he said, "Gary, uh, uh, you know." He said, "I might be retiring. There may be a position over there." So here's about resilient, and here's about uh, 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 persistence. And us realtors, Don, we all know this. I went in there and I thought I was going to get it. And they said, no, we don't have any positions for you. And then three months later, two months, six, they didn't hire me to nine months later until you know this name, Mark Saito. Yeah. He retired and they said they have a position open for me. But if I didn't go back there and follow up with them, they lost my resume. I had to apply again. So what I'm saying is there was challenges there. And if I wasn't, persistent and if I wasn't resilient like we're going to need to be now and in the upcoming years and really let the community know that real estate is here and it's not going to crash I don't believe so because we talked about a lot of factors that are hopefully are going to prevent that crash wouldn't you agree Don oh absolutely I, I don't I do not see a crash coming period. Yeah, I agree with you there. Now, maybe next year, terrible things happen in the world uh, and things change. That may that, be a factor. Yeah, but current factors out there, there's too many positive current factors that will outweigh any negative current factors. Mm. Mm. See, I could be mm. uh, I could be a politician. I, the way I put that, I, I'm I'm okay either way. Whatever either happens, way. happens. Yeah. And you're in the medium because you didn't say nothing bad or good about the either one. <laughs> That's right. 
Okay, quick one more question before we go to our commercial break. What have you learned from being uh, an instructor and mm. in teaching others for 16 years about real estate? You know what? Don't laugh, but Don, when I say this, it's not about your bottom pocket. It's about the consumer getting to their satisfaction. Do you know what? What? Uh, 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 oh my goodness! Is a famous speaker. He said, "If you get enough people to get what they want, enough people will get what you want." Ah, I like that. And with that, we are going to our next commercial break. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, nine forty KYNO. Well, welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host, and we have Mr. Gary Carter, or excuse me, Professor Gary Carter in, in the studio with us. And we've been talking about the current market. We've been talking about um, uh, a class that he teaches on real estate at Fresno City College and done that for 16 years. However, I did ask you a question at the end of the last segment, and yes, I don't did. think you gave me an answer, so I'm going to no. ask it again. <laughs> what did you? What have you learned in your 16 years of teaching? What have you personally learned from that? You know, me personally learned that's really give everyone an opportunity, a chance, and everyone has different abilities. It's like everyone has different superpowers. Like you have your skills, I have my superpowers. Us realtors have our own individually and I think that everyone brings that to the classroom and you you have to give everyone the space to do that you really and you have to give them that lane to do that and I think that's what we're embarking in today that you know we have to hear everyone's voice you know what I mean mm -hmm. and give everyone an opportunity and I want to throw this plug in there I think three or four times you've invited me to be a guest speaker at your class uh, you haven't done it in a couple of years. I'll let you go because of COVID. But, yeah, uh, on I computer. Am, I am available for future classes. You know, like it's like whenever you don't have a lesson plan for the week, give me a call. All right, you're on it. I'll fill the air. You you attended City College, didn't you? Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say that that was some of the best education I got was at Fresno City College. Uh, economics 101 once again i have that i said i was blessed or cursed with this memory i mean i could even tell you what side of the room the professor was standing on when he explained to us about supply and demand mm. and how that affects pricing mm. so i remember that stuff and um it, it's really been helpful so a hey, city college was a real blessing for me Fresno State was a lot of work. <laughs> so anyway, getting back into that. So um, you have also spent the last five years at the California Association of Realtors as a director um, uh, that has been assigned by the Fresno Association to be a director for the state level. But you also have served on a committee Correct. called Professional Standards. This year, you are the vice chair of that. 
what have you learned from the, what can you share with our listeners? Many of them yeah. who are not realtors. So what is our professional standards supposed to mean to the consumer? Well, that is like kind of our protection. That's like kind of our Bible of what we need to do as professionals in our industry. And they have different articles of, you know, of, of, of stand of care of certain situations when it comes to marketing, when it's talking talking about other realtors, when it's talking about uh, 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 individuals in our community or even other professionals in our community. Uh, talking uh, also about, you know, when we get into statistics uh, uh, by make sure that, you know, it is, you're not, what is it called I'm looking for, not uh, exaggerating, because there was an incident where a realtor was maybe exaggerating over numbers for another realtor. You know, that's in our articles too. That's what, uh, you know, the professional standards uh, is designed designed for us. Right. You made me think of something when you said the Bible. Our prof our code of ethics and standards of practice is like the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that's a good one about exaggeration. So, how professional would I be if I told a client, oh yeah, if you buy this for 400000 it's going to be worth 800000 in two years. Mm. Okay. That's a bit of an exaggeration. And what am I basing that on? So that would be a violation Correct. of the code of ethics. Because that's not just for yourself. You're, and then the person is saying, well, the realtor shared that with me. Well, now you're, that's on all of us. That's a blanket on all the Royals course. Mm -hmm. And in here, too, we uh, we promise that we will not speak disparagingly. Mm. I, I don't even know if that's a word. Disparagingly? <laughs> Disparagingly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, about other realtors. So it'd be wrong for me to say, oh, to tell a client, oh, you should deal with me, not not him. Because. True. Yeah. He's no good. And that would be wrong. And or and it's so easy to do that on social media now. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's another thing that, you know, because we are the face and we're the voice of the realtors. And if we are, you know, saying that against ourselves, then how is that going to look on outside parties? So I, I I'm totally and I'm proud to be a vice chair of the professional standards because I take very pride in our industry. I very, take very pride in what we do every day. I mean, we are, have, uh, you know, having a shelter for someone, have, making memories for, for someone's family. You know, you and I, Don, can sit here and talk about some memories that we gave clients keys, and five years later they're saying, oh, we have this child. Uh, we talked about him. Now they're going to buy a house and they're going to call you, Don, or call you, Gary. And, you know, so that's what the stories we need to get out there, Don, in the community. Yeah. Yeah. And good points you bring up about social media, because I believe there's a new, uh, I don't know if it was an article or a standard of practice uh, regarding social media. Oh, no, there was. There is. And that's something that your committee came up with, I think, two years ago. Yes, yeah, because there was a big lack of, you know, it was a big bash on, you know, social media and IG. So we had to come up, uh, you know, with an article that, you know, sustain that. And, you know, that's a violation now. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, and that's good. And it's something that, as I think most of our listeners would know, 
not just myself, but all the guests that come on here, we're very proud of our organization. Yes. And we're proud of the good work they do. And we would hate for it to be tainted by people who are misrepresenting or, or just not doing it right. Correct, because there are some bad apples out there in every, in every occupation, every industry. Sure. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, we just have a couple of minutes left. Um, I would like to ask you, what do you want our listeners to remember most about today's discussion that you and I have had here in this last hour? I, I think to, you know, fear is fearless. You know, to think of more of less of fear compared to the other route. And think of what, you know, some people say, well, is it half empty or half full? Well, I think is it, you know, is it neither, right? Because there's always more than one way to skin a cat. And if you're hearing propaganda in one avenue and one ear, how about the other ear? Why can't you hear the propaganda in the other ear, you know, vice versa? And then you make the final decision on where the market should be at or where you determine at. And then lastly, call your, call your local realtor. Call your local realtor so he or she can come and share the facts like Don and I were sharing this morning. Share the numbers for you because the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. And we do have that data. We do have the numbers to show that the market is trending into a positive arena. And we'll see, like we said, the other factors of, you know, uh, prices of goods and, and oil and gas and, you know, and war, those are going to be other factors that we're, we're going to have to wait and see, Don. We're going to have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. But I love what you're saying. Fear less. In other words, put less fear into your thinking. Yes. Um, and I've often thought in the last few weeks that interest rates are not the biggest driver in the market right now. It's fear. It is. It's not the rates at all. It's the your mindset of, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? What if? What if? What if? And that's fear. You're absolutely right. Less all right. of the fear. All right, Gary, um, this is it. You, you did great today. I'm going to see Already, you. Already, huh? Already I'm going to see take you off. and your boys tomorrow at a Grizzlies game. Oh, yeah. Fresno so, Grizzlies. We're going to come there early, bring our gloves, and run the bases. There you go. Yeah. Hey, uh, and that's part of being home, the, the uh, home with baseball, home uh, with the Fresno Grizzlies. And you can all come and get Gary's autograph tomorrow at Grizzly <laughs> Stadium. John, thank you very much for having me. Uh, thank you very much for the Fresno Association. And uh, invite me again soon. All right. Thank you. And thank you to all our listeners for tuning in to Welcome Home Radio every Saturday. We sure appreciate you. Bye-bye.